Davidson. I'd like you to join me and the ministers of music from here, Water of Life Church in Plano, Texas, as we minister the gospel, the death, burial, and resurrection of our Lord Jesus, which is the power of God. If you will turn with me to 1 John, verse 9, uh, 1 John 4, verse 9. What I'm going to speak to is I'm going to speak to Christians. And I'm going to ask you a question. You see what's coming, don't you? You see what's coming, don't you? You see, you see there is judgment coming. It's promised in this book. There is judgment coming. It is promised. But you know what? God made a way for us to miss the judgment. He made a way for you and I to miss the judgment. Oh, it'll be all around us. We'll watch it. But he made a way that it will miss us. And I want to show you why. Why it can be that way. I want you, like I said, 1 John chapter 4, verse 9. It says, And this was manifested, the love of God toward us. Do you hear those words? Do you believe this Bible? Jesus said the word of God cannot be broken. Do you believe the words on these pages? Do you know that you're responsible for them? Do you know God gave you the word of God to read, to put it into your heart? And do you know that it is truth, that it'll be here long after this earth is gone? And look what these words say. Look what this word says. In this was manifested the love of God towards you. Towards you. Do you know that God loves you? Have you even considered it? Have you even considered that the words in these Bible are true? And it says here, the love of God toward you, toward you. It says, because that God sent his only begotten son into the world that we might live through him, through him. God loved you. And he knew you were in a place that judgment was going to be on you. So what does he do? Because he loves you. He sent his son, his only son, into the world that you might live through him. He sent you a rescuer. He sent you a savior. He sent you a messiah. He sent you a brother. He sent him into the world. Let's go on. It says, herein is love, that we, not that we love God, but that he loved us. This is, herein is love. Did you ever consider the love of God that he has towards you? This is the word of God. There is not one God in the Old Testament and one God in the New. He has always loved you. And he waited for a time that he could fix you, save you, rescue you, and get you out of the judgment that was coming. It said here in his love, not that we love God, but that he loved us. And he sent his son to be the propitiation for our sins. For our sins. The wages of your sin is death. That's what happened in the very beginning with Adam. Adam sinned. And what happened to Adam? He died. He died. 
judgment came on all mankind. You can thank your great, 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 great grandfather Adam for that. But God made a way. He doesn't want you to go through the judgment to come. He does not want you to go through the judgment coming. He made a way for you to escape it. Turn with me to Isaiah 53. I want to minister to you today that God loves you. He loves you. And he doesn't care what sin you have on you. He loves you because he sent Jesus to deal with that sin. I want you to go to verse 10 in Isaiah 53. It says, yet, yet it pleased the Lord to bruise him. He has put him to grief. That word is sickness. Look at these words. It says, it pleased the Lord to bruise Jesus. It pleased him. It made him happy. It made the God happy that he bruised Jesus. It made him happy that it made him sick. I want you to think about this for a minute. This God that loves you, this God that loves you, and yes, he loves you. The Word of God says he does, but I don't feel it. The Word of God says he does, but I don't feel it. The Word of God says he does, and the Word of God cannot fail. It doesn't lie. Now, consider this. The God that loves you, is the same God that parted the Red Sea and two million people walked 20 miles to safety. The same God that loves you kept Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego from burning in the fire. The same God that loves you kept a whole troop of lions from eating Daniel. Spent the night with the cute little kitties. That's the God, the same God that says in the word of God that he loves you is the same God that stopped the world from spinning so Joshua could get the battle won. And not only that, at the end of the battle, God helped him out a little bit more and started throwing rocks from heaven at the enemy. This is the God that loves you. This is the God that loves you. Now, I'm going to show you, I'm going to prove to you how much he loves you out of the word of God that cannot fail. It says, yet it pleased the Lord to bruise him. It made God happy to bruise Jesus. It made him happy that Jesus was sick. Now, look at Isaiah 52, verse 14. As many were astonished at thee, his visage, Jesus' visage, was marred more than any man, and his form more than the sons of men. And you know what? It made God happy to do that to him. It made God happy to do that to him. That's what the Word of God says. It made God happy that Jesus was marred more than any man. Why? Because God loves you. Because God loves you. It made him happy to mar Jesus more than any man because God loves you and he doesn't want you to be marred more than any man. Thank God. He doesn't want you to go through the judgment. So it made him happy that his own son was marred more than any man. Go on. So shall he sprinkle many nations. The king shall shut their mouths at him. For that which had not been told them shall they see, and that which they had not heard shall they consider. Consider these words. Who has believed our report, and to whom is the arm of the Lord revealed? 
For he shall grow up before him as a tender plant, as a root out of a dry ground. He has no form, no form on that cross. The bones dislocated, his form disappeared. You couldn't even tell he was a man, and it made God happy to do that to him so he doesn't have to do it to you. Thank God. Because he loved you. He doesn't want you to go through the judgment. He made a way. He sent you a savior. He sent you a Messiah. He sent you a brother to get you out of it. He said he was, verse 3, he is despised and rejected of men, a man of sorrow, sickness, pain, and acquainted with sickness, grief. And we hid as it were our faces from him, for he was despised and we esteemed him not. Why was Jesus made sick? Why was he in so much pain? Because it pleased God to do it to him. It pleased God that Jesus ended up with cancer. It pleased God that Jesus ended up with sexual transmitted diseases. It pleased God that Jesus had AIDS. It pleased God that Jesus got diabetes. It pleased him. It made him happy. Why? So he doesn't have to do it to you. Because he doesn't want it on you. God so loved the world, it pleased him to do this to Jesus. It made him happy that he was going to get you out of hell. It made God happy to make a way for you to escape. Let's go on. For surely, surely Jesus bore our griefs, our sickness, and carried our pain. Carried our pain. It says, but he, yet we did esteem him stricken, smitten of God, and afflicted. But he was wounded. He was wounded for our transgressions. Our sin went on that man. Our sin caused every bone to be dislocated. Our sin made him look like he did, and it made God happy to do it to him. It made God happy that your sin was put on that Man, it made God happy. He was looking at you and he said, I'm going to do it to him so I don't have to do it to you. He did it for you. It says in verse five, but he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. And look at this next phrase. The chastisement of our peace was on Jesus. The chastisement of our peace, our welfare. But I'm, I can't make money. The chastisement, God took it out on Jesus, what he needed to do so you could be prosperous. He pleased him to do so. It made God happy that Jesus became poor. It made God happy he lost his peace. It made God happy Jesus became heartbroken. It made God happy Jesus felt your rejection. It made God happy to do it all to Jesus. Why? For God loved you. It made him happy to do it to his own son because he loved you. Because he loved you. Do you hear that? Because he loved you. That is the promise of the word of God. Amen. And you know what? You can grab onto that. And you can hold that. And you can get that in your heart. That God sent Jesus for you because he loved you. 
He knows the situation you're in. He knows the loneliness of your heart. He knows what you're going through and he gladly put it on Jesus so he can get it off of you. And you know what else? Let's read a little further. Verse 8, and he was taken from prison and from judgment. And who shall declare his generation? For he was cut off out of the land of the living. For the transgression of my people was he stricken. And he made his grave with the wicked. And the rich in his death, because he had done no violence, neither was any deceit in his mouth. The father was happy Jesus died in your sin. The father was happy Jesus died a murderer because he loved you. The father was happy that Jesus died a sexual pervert because of you, because he loved you. The father was happy that he died an adulterer. He was happy he died a liar. He was happy he died a thief. He was happy he died all those sins because he loved you. Because he loved you. He had Jesus do it and he was happy to do it to him because he loved you. And he knew there was only one, one that was going to be able to do it. Only one that was going to be able to get you out of what we're in. Only one, and it was his son, and his son gladly went for us. He gladly went for us. He made a way for us to escape. And when the father saw Jesus in the lowest pit, saw Jesus suffering, paying for all our sin, it says he saw the travail of our, his soul. He saw Jesus suffering for you, and it made him happy. And he saw the travail of his soul. And he reached a point where he said, that's enough. That's enough. Jesus, you have paid enough for them. You have satisfied me concerning their sin. You have paid enough. I'm coming to get you. And he reached down. It says his nose blasted and you could see the foundation of the earth. And the father went and got him. And you know what happened when the father went and got his son that he was pleased was down there? Your sin and my sin was forgiven. Your payment was made by that man, Jesus. Your payment Your way out of judgment, your way where God will treat you like he did Abraham. He will treat you like he did Moses. He will treat you like he did Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego because of what Jesus did. That's what God did when he raised Jesus from the dead. He commended to you. He proved to you that he loves you. He forgave all your sin. He gave, he forgave all your sickness. He made a way that your poverty, now you are rich. That's what he did when he raised Jesus from the dead. He proved his love to you. And you will stand if you will believe, if you will hang on to, if you will cling to, and if you'll be born again, if you will get the spirit of Jesus in you. 
He will treat you like he did the men of old when he saved them. He will treat you. He will protect you like he did because you'll have Jesus in you, the one that died and was buried and raised again for you. But you must be born again. You must walk this path. You must let God lead you where he can protect you and keep you from the judgment to come. There is a way out. He loves you and he will show it to you, but you got to walk with him. You have got to lay down your life and you got to walk with him. You have to walk with him. You have to pick up your cross daily. This is not going to church on Sunday mornings and everything's cool. You have to get this gospel in you. And we're going to, at the end of this program, show you how to be born again because Jesus said you must be born again. You must be. There's no other name under heaven. Whereby you must be saved. God has put faith and grace in your heart to be saved. Amen. Speak after me and be saved. The name of Jesus. Jesus. Thank you for joining Kathy Davidson and the Ministers of Music from Water of Life Church. She would love to hear from you. You may reach her by email at kd at kdwol.com or you may write her at Kathy Davidson, Care of Water of Life Church, Post Office Box 861-327, Plano, Texas 75086. You may find her on the internet at www.kdwol.com and on Facebook and Twitter. Until next time, God bless.